Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? What are you? An idiot sandwich. Idiot sandwich what? An idiot sandwich, Chef Ramsay. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Congratulations, you're a meathead, son. But you know what? Don't ever put your hands in my underwear. This is the lamb Where's the lamb yeah, I mean, you really don't make friends around here, do you? I, I didn't come here for that. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Snap Back to Reality, the podcast dedicated to the trash TV we grew up with and love to hate. I'm your host, Riley Ennis, and this is episode 37. And I am very excited because joining me for this episode are the hosts of one of my new favorite podcasts, Karina and Rachel of Peninsula Obscura. So happy to be here. Hi guys. Oh, I'm so happy to have you. I'm really excited to talk some shit about some reality TV. <laughs> I'm, I've been enjoying all of your spooky episodes uh, so far. So Thank you. I'm ready to talk some crap. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, but before we go into my podcast, uh, do you guys want to explain a little bit more about what your podcast is all about? Yes, definitely. So we do a weird Florida podcast. And, and it has lots of stories his, of history and paranormal experiences. True crime. Yeah, just a mixed bag of Florida oddities. Yep. <laughs> so we talk about a different topic every episode. And yeah, we're a new podcast, but we're loving it so far. Yeah, it's it's a, October's a good time to be <laughs> a weird Florida podcast. A spooky podcast. <laughs> Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I love it. Um, I think I've mentioned on my podcast before that I went to the University of Florida, which is how we actually know each other, Karina. <laughs> um, and I've just been loving, like, I've been out of Florida for four years and I miss it. So it just takes me back to all of the good times and the weird things that happened while I was living there. Yeah, that's great. I feel like that is a big amount of our, our, target, our target audience because, yeah, it's not just for people who live in Florida. It's also for people who love Florida or are just interested in Florida because it's a little notorious. <laughs> people that just want to find out what's going on in Florida yeah. or what, why it is so weird. Exactly. So it's broad. Um, it's very broad. So it's actually a good segue that, you know, you guys do your spooky, weird kind of paranormal or true crime or whatever Florida stuff. And we are talking about another spooky show today. Um, one of my favorites from back in the day, which is funny because it's like still airing, but I ha- have not watched it in like 10 years. Uh, we- I was shocked <laughs> to find out that it was still airing. So we're talking about ghost adventures. Yeah. <laughs> so what are your backgrounds with the show? I grew up not really watching Ghost Hunters as much as Unsolved Mysteries. Mm. I remember occasionally watching Ghost Hunters. Ghost or Adventures. I, There's a difference. I'm, you're right. You're right. I've, I know that I've seen Ghost Hunters, but <laughs> when I watched this episode, Ghost Adventures, it, I mean, wow. <laughs> well, I personally watched a lot of Ghost Adventures in high school because I feel like it came on at like 4 p.m. or something, like right when you're yes. home. <laughs> you're so right. You're exactly right. <laughs> right? You're yes. like, okay, I'm done with my homework, or occasionally I would do homework while watching mm-hmm. it. But I feel like there was a time, like, yeah. junior, senior year of high school that I watched it, like, almost every day after school. <laughs> you would go home, make your little snack, yeah, and exactly. then you would put on TV yeah, and, and see what was on, make and some that was one of the things that would be on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just, like, do some math while you watch <laughs> exactly. it, maybe. Because I was uh, a studious 
<laughs> yeah, I, I have distinct memories of going home after school, going to my friend's house and us turning on Ghost Adventures. Um, but we didn't call it Ghost Adventures. Our name for the show was Douchebags Bothering Ghosts. That's basically it. I was thinking about that today. I was like, yeah, it's like Ghost Adventures is like Ghostbusters, um, but they just really want to punch the ghost. It's like they want to punch, punch the ghost. Angry frat guy Ghostbusters. Yes. Yeah, and they're all wearing black cargo pants. <laughs> goth, goth frat guy. <laughs> Super jacked. <laughs> they go into the house and they tear it up. <laughs> want to fight ghosts so bad. <laughs> they really want to fight ghosts. <laughs> Us. Yes, they do. So we'll go into the actual background of the show. Um, this is something that I didn't realize that I thought was really interesting, but this show began as an independent documentary. Uh, so it was originally filmed in 2004, and then Sci-Fi uh, actually premiered the film in July 2007. So the documentary oh was the same trio... Zach Bagans, I thought it was Baggins my whole life, but Zach Bagans. We <laughs> do. Uh, and the, uh, what are the other two? Nick and Aaron. Um, yeah. So they were investigating paranormal activity in and around Virginia City, Nevada. Um, and actually the, the film received several awards, including the 2006 Grand Jury Prize for Best Documentary at the New York International Independent Film and Video Festival. Oh what? my God. That's <laughs> I want to watch it. I need to we watch We have it. to watch it. I am so curious because I would not call the show version award-winning. No. <laughs> or like, but yeah, it doesn't even feel like, I mean. I, I mean, I wonder what they removed <laughs> to make it the show version. Yeah. Because if it's award-winning in the documentary, I re- they were like, get rid of the, the good camera guys. Get rid of the <laughs> nice lighting. We're going to yeah. do it all run and gun. <laughs> That's that is so like I remember we looked Zach up on IMDb because I the show was still running and I was like I can't believe this is still running and I saw that he went to film school and I was like oh my god what? <laughs> yeah and I was like okay all right good for him I guess yeah. I see maybe, yeah I mean maybe budget has something to do with it but yeah MTV budget maybe <laughs> yeah Rachel and I both work in media production so we have a lot of. <laughs> we have a lot of opinions about the yeah. production aspects of Oh, I'm so excited to hear your, like, professional opinions on that side of things. <laughs> I wouldn't call it professional, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, we're semi. <laughs> More professional than me. We do, we do get paid, we do get to, paid do it, to make so. videos. That literally is the definition of professional. <laughs> yeah. We're not professional we're not professional ghost hunters. Oh, that's the so I guess that's true. We can't judge that aspect, you know. <laughs> Um, so the show is now, or it started uh, running on the Travel Channel in October 2008, and like we mentioned, it is still going. It just recently finished the 18th season, which is nuts. That's <laughs> insane. Congratulations I mean, to that team. That's, that's amazing. That's, yeah, that's a that's big That's longer number. than most shows. That, They'll make it to 20. It kind of reminds me of how the British shows that I talk about have like 20-something seasons, but American shows will stop after like four yeah yeah I feel like I, I think yeah maybe it's something about American reality TV people just get like sick of you they're ready for you the know? new because it's overexposure thing. maybe yeah mm-hmm. but no one's sick of Zach nope. <laughs> nobody's sick of that slick back hair <laughs> spiked, spiked up I guess it's not slick slick back he changes his style up a little bit over his 18 yeah. seasons 
Yes, that's yeah. why I had to check on IMDb because I didn't recognize him. I just saw like the thumbnail of him from, you know, season eighteen or I was like, is <laughs> yeah, that the same guy? Yeah, season one He's frat eight. Zach is my Zach. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> that's the Zach we know. About. <laughs> yes. The Zach that is in our hearts. Yes. Um. So obviously, if you haven't picked up on the premise yet, it's about Zach Bagans bagel bites as the and that's why we drink community calls him um and his crew of ghost hunters as they investigate supposedly paranormal locations and they use a variety of equipment the standard ghost hunting equipment um digital cameras emf meters which i mentioned in my last week's episode um that like we've been using emf meters since 1996 i think it's time to step up our ghost hunting uh recorders for evps (laughs) infrared right vision night vision cameras all of that Um, But what's kind of interesting, and this is definitely the difference between the show Ghost Hunters, which really takes like a scientific, like, let's rule out the possibilities that could not be paranormal. Um, This is, they try and provoke the ghosts. (laughs) So that's what we were talking about. Like, they want to fight the ghosts. (laughs) They literally want to fight the ghosts and sometimes they, the ghosts do fight yeah them. they also want to have arguments with the <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's not just physical fights yeah, they, have. They, they, they start with the argument yeah they, they bully they the ghosts a little one, bit they bully they bully they the bully ghosts. them and they have a one-sided argument most times I think. <laughs> um mostly once so they have claimed to have recorded possessions on video zach claims that he was possessed um at the preston school of industry uh and another island Paveglia, I think is how it's pronounced, island in Italy. Um, Nick claims that he was overtaken by a dark energy, and then Aaron also claims that he was under the influence of a dark spirit at Bobby Mackey's Music World in the Winchester Mystery House. But then Aaron later said in his blog that the spirit from Bobby Mackey's was actually a spirit guide that guides him in his life and not a dark spirit. So make of that what you will. Oh. Yeah, and when he says dark spirit, does he mean like dark rum? <laughs> sounds like sounds when like they alcohol. talk about spirits yeah. it's just like they <laughs> were under spirit. the influence <laughs> they, were under the Im- they were under In- some influence yeah they were inf- under the influence of <laughs> <laughs> so like any good ghost hunting show this has some controversies uh it's a it's been accused of being faked um, so in a Halloween special titled Ghost Adventures Live, it was broadcast from the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum on October 30th, 2009. Um, controversy arose when Robert Best, who was an inventor of the Parabot Containment Chamber, which was supposed to attract and empower spirits using energy so that they could like materialize, uh, he claims that one of the EMF meters was knocked violently out of his hands, but upon further investigation of the video, it was found that he had thrown it himself. <laughs> hey, but that guy, that's not Zach. That's not one of our team. You that's know. not one of our this guys. This is some other dude. <laughs> he probably wasn't dressed right. Yeah. Um, what's also interesting is that a paranormal expert and self-proclaimed spirit advocate, uh, she claims to speak to dead celebrities like Michael Jackson and Steve Irwin and deliver messages to their families. She said that ghost adventures and shows like it play kind of loose with the facts and emphasize showmanship over hardcore research. Uh, so I feel that. The professional medium has something to say about all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's definitely not a scientific show. They don't really even bother to explain to you what they're doing. They go in with the assumption that you know what the equipment mm-hmm. is, and they're yeah. just like, and here it is. <laughs> yep. 
Um, and also, this is probably the most damning of the accusations of it being faked. Um, Aaron Goodwin actually was fired after he went on a podcast and revealed that the producers at the Travel Channel would make them go back and record additional EVPs with their own voices or record dramatic reactions to things if they thought that their investigation footage wasn't dramatic enough. No. Oh, no. <laughs> a peek behind the curtain. Yeah, so not surprisingly, he was fired after that podcast aired. <laughs> You know what, he Aaron? did it to himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I mean, that's reality TV, though. Everything yeah. is they edited to They want to exaggerate it. things, obviously. Yeah. Exactly. I think that ghost hunters had really gotten the lockdown on, para- like, legitimate paranormal investigation ghost so- show, so every other show had to be, like, extra dramatic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And everyone, everyone's trying to catch something really good on camera and they all have have nothing yeah if you if you show up you record for whatever six hours and you have nothing then yeah they'll make i I can see that be like they're gonna start scaring themselves (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm surprised they didn't have producers like walking around sneaking up on people like terrorizing them yeah you never know project style Although this first season, it's purported to just be the, like, the three guys and all of the film, like, all of the footage is filmed by them, so who's to say? Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, exactly, like, that's, I mean, I didn't know this before, but coming straight off of this independent film, it does have a very indie vibe to it, you know, it reminds you of, like, Catfish, if you Oh, yeah! Which project, Mm -hmm. you know? So I, I, I see, I feel like you know the earlier stuff that's the real quality uh and so the show has also had several spin-offs um paranormal challenge which was a competition reality show hosted by zach where people would spend the night in reportedly haunted locations and then like i guess just report back i don't understand the competition aspect of it but <laughs> somehow they made it into a competition um whoever whoever gave up whoever was like I'm out. I'm <laughs> like I'm going naked away. and afraid but with ghosts right <laughs> Um, There was Ghost Adventure Aftershocks, which was basically just a Where Are They Now series where they would go back to previously investigated locations and talk to the people they had interviewed. Um, Another show called Deadly Possessions, which features Zach as he gathers artifacts for his new haunted museum in Las Vegas, Nevada. And most recently... Kind of like a Pickers. (laughs) Yeah, American Pickers of haunted shit. (laughs) Um, And most recently, uh, just this month, October 2019, Ghost Adventures Serial Killer Spirits premiered. Now, I don't know if that means the spirits of serial killers or spirits that have become serial killers since they've died. Postmortem. Oh my, my. I never thought of that. I'm really rooting for the second. Yeah, Yeah. that would be some quality television. So as far as how we chose the episode that we're talking about, uh, Karina, do you want to tell me why you picked this one? So I, we basically picked it, we were looking for a good Florida one, and this takes place in South Florida. Um, I forgot where. It's West Palm Beach. West Palm Beach, there it is. So yeah, we, <laughs> we picked it, I picked it because I, I don't particularly remember this episode. It didn't stand out to me from season one. There's a couple that, you know, really pop, but there's only so many that take place in Florida. So we need it to be relevant on brand. Um, But I did like the fact that in the description it said that the particular ghost haunting the house really dislikes men. 
was like, okay, so we've got some uh, potential altercations yeah. here. So it was it promising. Sounds aggressive. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like that it was a tourist destination almost. Like you can go and visit that yeah, little town. Yeah, it's a town. cute little historic. Oh, village. true. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of a fun location. It, it just like is definition and it, Florida, and it's not St. Augustine because St. Augustine, at least I feel like for Floridians, is the most ghost. It's the most like known place. So I want to do something a little a bit more. Tour. Yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. something a little more interesting than that. Yeah, I had never heard of this town either. So. Like the true Floridians kind of take, not necessarily like the tourist take, where you would just go to St. Augustine. Yeah, exactly. All right. You want the weird Florida content, not the basic Florida content. <laughs> Love exactly. it. Though we'll probably do St. Augustine episodes yeah. in reality. So this is Ghost Adventures Season 1. It was Episode 3 when I pulled it up on, like, I think it was on the Travel Channel app. Um, I don't know if it's... Yeah, that's, it was Episode 6 for me. when I, I watched it on Amazon Prime. We watched it on Amazon Prime, and it was Episode 6. So I don't Amazon know. really likes to play fast and loose with their, like, episode ordering. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a little confusing, too, because it said it had 23 seasons, I think. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, oh, my God. I mean, it's 19, right, I think you said? Eight, 18. 18, 18. So but I don't know what the yeah, Maybe they count the specials. Yeah, I, guess they're I think so. They years. There's a lot of specials, too, so it probably counts that. Okay. So it opens with our dramatic opening theme where Zach Bagans introduces himself. And like every fucking ghost show in the world, he tells us that he never believed in ghosts until he came face to face with one. But he doesn't tell us what happened. Yeah, what the fuck is that story, Zach? This is my personal grudge against every man who has a ghost show because they all have this secret encounter with a ghost that they won't tell us about. Like they should start off the first episode explaining that why and they go to a ghost where you hunter. had the encounter. Go there. Yeah, mm-hmm. like have the like, you know. They're probably too scared. You know, <laughs> they don't want to go back. They'll get like, they'll get. Yeah, they'll get possessed. Possessed. <laughs> so he says that now. Won't go. <laughs> uh, so Zach says that now he's on a quest to capture what he once saw on video. So that's the whole premise of our ghost adventure show. Perfect premise. <laughs> And we open in Yesteryear Village, which is like, uh, I guess it's just a bunch of old houses from around Florida that have been transplanted into this one little area, is what it seems like. Yeah, yeah that's that's the vibe I get. So it looks like it's a, yeah, it looks like a little village, but none of the houses belong, like, they're not, irri- yeah, they're none of them are from there. It's like someone had a field too. and they were like, let's put old houses <laughs> on this field. Make let's it a put them around the perimeter and then the middle will be where we gather. <laughs> yeah. Basically. So we open with Zach explaining that they're there for the Riddle House. Um, it originally served as a home for the overseers of the Woodlawn Cemetery. And it was once it was moved from its original location, like the paranormal activity really started increasing. Which makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I buy it. I buy yeah. it. Uh, They're pissed off. Also, it was originally used as a funeral parlor, which is never, like, a good thing for preventing ghosts. Yeah, uh, no. A lot of dead people. A lot of dead people in that Extra building. dead people. Extra, yeah. You take the dead people to the house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people are bringing their dead people to that house, so. Yeah, so you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. No, not for me. <laughs> So Zach says that people have been harmed, have had their hair pulled, etc. I, I, oh, I don't yeah. know how harmful having your hair pulled really is. He is so pissed off already. He starts, he, he starts 
already so mad because I believe he's like he says that I feel like he says women and girls mm-hmm. yeah. have had their hair pulled yeah, and like have been pinched and stuff. And so he's like, I'm ready to defend. Yes, yeah. he's like the white knight. Don't pull hair. Yes, yes, he's the white knight. Don't be mean to people. Don't be a bully. <laughs> So um, we meet with John Riddle, who is the former owner of the house. Uh, He explains that his uncle lived in the house in 1920. His uncle was superintendent of the cemetery, and they would hold funeral ceremonies in the room where Zach and he were speaking in that moment. So that's great. Yeah, that's that's freaky. That's really... It's just like a living room. How nice. (laughs) They're just standing around in a creepy old room. I also, I mean, I feel like... They, it's such. A, it feels like such a good grab to get this interview from this guy whose family owns the house and it's the Riddle House, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. But why the fuck do we not have any old timey photos? Like, why are we not Ken Ken Burns? Like, <laughs> yeah, we need. Well, we need to see slow moving shots of the, their family. Yeah, I want like, like some creepy we dead see John, eyed portraits. And we never see John. We never see him. I'm like, you have to have a picture of him. Oh, it's true. Fucking house. Yeah. That was making me crazy. a little bit <laughs> hmm, suspicious we, we there. Don't know if you're, if, yeah, if he doesn't have pictures, like, w- or how I do mean, we believe you? Honestly, and I don't even need a picture of John. Just toss in some old timey funeral yeah, parlor you can photos. Just get some stock vintage just to, photos. Just like add to it, because I did notice. <laughs> I don't know if you, we noticed that they got pretty desperate for the B-roll, where occasionally it would be just like the fan, the <laughs> like slowly zoom in. On. <laughs> well, they picked one room yeah. and they did the chandelier, which was covered in like dust. Yes, yes. And then five minutes later, they do like a fast zoom in to like a regular ceiling <laughs> fan, <laughs> like a modern day ceiling fan. Oh my yeah. god, I didn't even like, notice what? that. <laughs> this is what we're talking it's about. Our production, those production minds. Notes. See, that's why I'm glad I have your perspective on this because that is hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a beautiful work. It, it makes you really, uh, yeah, they must have had a, the worst budget of all time. Yeah. Like, you couldn't even purchase some old-timey stock photos. Yeah, like, or, come on. like, people on, with horse and buggy, you I mean, know. You get literally anything. Anything. <laughs> they could have had, they could have filmed one of them dressed up in, like, a, like a yeah. suit. <laughs> and, like, a top hat. Yeah, just put a filter on it. Yeah, just put exactly. a sepia tone, yeah. Yeah, they didn't really try with the. B- I mean, they tried for the first bit, and then they ran out of B-roll. They, run out. And it was they all... ran out pretty quickly. And in, in those interviews, yeah. I was like, "Okay, we're struggling." <laughs> yeah, we're, they, they were struggling. Struggle bus. So um, John Riddle tells the story of a man who was working at the house as a handyman during the Great Depression. He had, you know, obviously money problems that led to some domestic issues. He said he didn't really delve into what that means, but you can probably guess. Um, and because of that, dealing with all of that, he hung himself in the attic. So, yeah, uh, which is <laughs> very dark. It's so very dark that they are like, I don't know. It's just I don't know. When it comes to like suicide hauntings, I think it's like ugh. it's a dark premise. It's a dark <laughs> like, premise. Okay, how are we gonna handle this? <laughs> yeah, and then I they take it to a point where I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah, me? I. We'll, we'll this is we'll yeah. <laughs> really, I can't wait to go into that. Um, so John says there have been sightings of apparitions and they feel it's Joseph who is the man who's hung himself. Um, earlier, Zach also spoke to 
one of the employees of Yesteryear Village, um, and he kind of helped move the house to the spot where it is now. And that man, Steve Carr, said that he felt like something had been extremely angry um, and would tell stories about like ladders being moved or tipped over if left alone in the building overnight. So Zach kind of pieces this together as saying like, okay, that's the connection of ladders was the suicide. The man, you know, obviously used a ladder for that. Get on a ladder, yeah. And, and, and then we get some ladder b <laughs> oh, yeah, which I was like, awesome, thank you. In case you don't know what a ladder is. <laughs> there was multiple ladders. A couple, couple shots of the ladder. Because they were like, oh, he, he, the, they'll knock over the ladder or they'll push it around. They're like, <laughs> we got that. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, we'll talk about it, but I don't think we got a lot of bladder action. <laughs> I know. I wish there was more. I know. Well, we'll go into it. So yeah. Steve and John also tell a story about how they saw a two-by-four, like, th- be thrown across the room and hit someone in the head. I heard various, like, levels of severity of the man who got hit in the head, but I think he was probably fine. Yeah, it yeah. sounded like he was fine. They make it sound kind of <laughs> like it was a really bad thing. Uh, yeah, yeah how, I feel but like then they, they dismiss it. <laughs> they talked to a couple people, right, like two different people about it, and the first guy's like, oh, yeah, this was really, sim- like, it knocked him in front of that, and I was like, yeah, it just flew. <laughs> it flew across across the room. Ooh, that's pretty cool. That is pretty that's, crazy. That's some real activity, if, if they saw yeah. that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a pretty big hit. I, I Yeah, that's one of the biggest ones I've heard happening, like where someone actually gets, like, injured by an, an object. Yeah, it's classic, I, classic I really poltergeist behavior. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting because a poltergeist is very much like the not what this spirit of this, you know, tragic man would be. Yeah, exactly. So they're they're kind of crossing their wires there a little bit. They are, they are. They definitely cross it. Yeah, because it is, it's such a tragic story and then they paint kind of an angry picture and you're like, hmm, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They also speak with Barry Reed, who is one of the security guards, um, and he says that people see lights in the house, they see people like walking around behind the windows at night when no one should be there. He speaks to another employee of Yesteryear Village, her name is Marilyn Reinhardt. Um, maybe this isn't very kind of me, but I think she kind of looks like Guy Fieri. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did. You she did. saying that made me realize yeah. who you were, who you were. <laughs> who she was. I was like, I don't remember what these people look like. Oh, yeah. That Guy, was, that was. <laughs> Guy Fieri lady, as I put her in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> and these these staff interviews, this that was cracking me up because clearly it's Florida and the weather is clearly awful. It's raining for mm-hmm. basically, I, I think like 80% of their outside shots, yep. it's raining. <laughs> and it's like sprinkling in the background. So they all have to stand. I, they I'm sure they had other ideas, but they end up all doing these interviews on this. <laughs> yep. Yes. And everyone is sweating. Like, you can see Zach sweating. Yeah. <laughs> like, dripping down his face. And <laughs> the guys. I think the woman's interview was better than the other guy. Because that yeah. one, they were just like, the camera guy was squatted. <laughs> looking up the guy's up. nose. Yeah, at this weird low angle. Yeah, and so we're listening to man. this guy, and then it's like, the, if there's a lot of light in the background, and that doesn't work. With he's getting he's getting shot. very backlit, very blasted, and you're just like, oh my god, I know this weather was awful. <laughs> yeah. I know they were suffering. They're sweating. And you know that was in the summer too. Exactly. Yeah, it's and they, a horrible, it was not humid, and it's not pouring. That's the thing. 
you can it doesn't you don't know that it's raining right away because it's not pouring it's that horrible drizzle. fucking mist yeah that Mizzled. drizzle Mizzled. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i was i was feeling for them i was like oh god i was like why is this shot so <laughs> i guess I they like, could, oh it's raining they couldn't go in the house because it's not air conditioned why? in the house yeah it must have been oh it must have been so hot in that house. oh my god yeah fan <laughs> Um, so Marilyn, just her little bit was that the house makes noises. She kind of says that she gets a feeling, like she feels like she's watched in each room. Um, she says that her hair was touched as well. And so now whenever she goes into the house, she like knocks first to let the ghost know, which is polite. Yeah. It's very polite. <laughs> she's, I mean, and that those little details, like from the people who work there, you're like, okay, these people are definitely experiencing. They've seen some, some stuff. shit. They're they're getting bad vibes at the very least. Where she she's like, I'm announcing my presence when I come into rooms. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I'm, I mean, she's more polite than Zach. You know? <laughs> yeah. So true. <laughs> uh, we also hear a couple of other ghost stories, which is kind of funny because these like never come up in the rest of the episode. But um, John Riddle says that there were several sightings of a woman with a white Afghan dog walking around. Um, Barry, the security yeah. guard, described her as looking like she's in a period costume. So I guess he saw her. <laughs> and then. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. There's always a woman in white, like, no matter where you go. If there's hauntings, there's a woman in white. Um, and. Steve was also telling the story of um, they found some old photos of the house that were like discovered and framed um, and they like went out, they placed them outside as like, I guess like a little unveiling of a gallery in front of the house. I don't really know what the deal was there. Um, So they were going to unveil the photos and he said that while they were there, there was a young couple in Victorian era costumes and they thought that they were just like dressing up appropriately for I don't know, their own benefit. Um, right, the event. So they wanted to, like, bring them up for the unveiling since they, like, looked so appropriate, but whenever they, like, went to find them, they couldn't find them anywhere. And then they found that the same people that they saw were in one of the photos of the house. And that made me insane because we didn't get a single <laughs> Yeah, where's that photo? of those photos. I want to see that photo. Come on. Like, you couldn't just pay them, like, 30 bucks or whatever you need yeah. to pay in royalties to show that? Like, I'm pretty sure you can just go on iStock photo and put in, like, Victorian era. I know. And like say, if you, this was the if couple. If you can't get the photo they're talking about, can you at least please fix it? Just... Yeah. Please, God. I, I wonder if in season 18 he's, like, stepped it up a little bit more. I would I would hope. Yeah, like, you know they have the budget now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They, they're not they're not getting B-roll of ceiling fans in season 18, I'm sure yeah, of it. Yeah, they've got to be stepping their game up. I mean, they had to. And to keep going for this long, yeah, it's got to get they're, better. They've got to be time. doing some shit, yeah. I mean, now they're doing serial killers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ghosts. So, I mean, maybe they've gotten some photos of the serial I mean, killers. so much content Imagine out if they're going about a whole serial killer. <laughs> not showing you a not single showing image. Any image. It's just like a hat. <laughs> so, you guys know what Ted Bundy looks like, right? We don't have to show a picture. You don't have to see Yeah, this him. is you his house. This, this is, is his the house. chair. <laughs> this is his couch. This is the lamp. This is the bookshelf he kept his books. <laughs> And it's probably just a bookshelf. <laughs> I don't know. 
So John Riddle says that no one else has ever spent the night in the Riddle house before. So Zach and the crew will be the very first. Um, they get some last little pieces of advice from Marilyn and Steve. Marilyn tells them to like stay out of the little girl's room. She says that whoever's there watches you very closely when you're in there. Um, and then Steve says that he said uh, they should bring an, an American flag into the house because apparently anytime anyone brings an American flag into the house, it just disappears, which is weird. Yeah, you're like, so this guy, this guy, he killed himself and he had <laughs> yeah. a lot going on with this. But there's also Victorian yeah. ghosts who just hang out here. Actually, you know what? I'm starting to think maybe the Victorian ghosts are from another one of the houses at Yesteryear Village and they're just getting yeah. mixed up. Yeah, no. They're just coming over to see what's going on over that, here. That reminds me because at like the closing interview, there was this amazing quote from Zach where he says, I'm going to be honest with you. I think this is like the village of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be right. I think you might, you know you might be onto something. Yeah, there, it's, I, maybe yesteryear village isn't really for people that are living. It's for, the, for dead. the dead. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like even what he says now before they go into it. He um, One of his quotes is, we're finding out a lot of weird things about this little village here, this yesteryear village. All these buildings here, they have death attached to them dark death the kind of dark history that we like <laughs> is there a dark light death, death is there a light death i don't know i seriously yeah i have no idea what he means by that <laughs> i guess like dying peacefully in your bed surrounded by your family at age like 92 yeah i guess <laughs> and that the- begs the question like there's a ghost dog like did somebody murder that dog oh my god what happened no, I didn't think of it like that. I was really excited that there was a ghost dog. I'm like, that's cool. I haven't, ha- I haven't seen I mean, one of those. Yeah, it's rare, but like all dogs go to heaven. Come on, guys. Like, must have been pretty fucking. He was traumatic. a bad dog. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny because in my episode from last week, which hasn't aired as we're recording this, so <laughs> it's kind of weird to talk about. But I talk about how uh, they're one of the the experts talks about how there are ghost animals and even ghosts of like buses and houses and I was like where is there a ghost house oh my god that's fucking amazing see I bought this house but it turns out it's a ghost (laughs) and I couldn't walk in it truly how how does that work I I just picture like you know the classic you know foggy bathroom mirror and you know you wipe it off and there's a fucking house (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah if you did your house wrong you burned your house down and it's yeah it's mad yeah it's gotta be a a burned down house house murder house murder (laughs) all right so when it cuts back in from commercial um yeah zach says his thing about like i was skeptical but this is the village of the dead so before they officially get locked in, though, they have two tours of the house. So one is from Gen- uh, Jennifer, who is the curator of Yesteryear Village, and she is supposed to speak to the history of the house itself. The other is with Sheila, a psychic medium who supposedly has no background on the house whatsoever, isn't supposed to know anything that went on there. Now, knowing what I know about TV psychics, because I've done some research in these past few weeks I've been talking about them, Odds are, homegirl Wikipedia'd the Riddle House before she went there. I mean, like, yes. 
<laughs> and she lives nearby. Uh, yeah, so. I mean, like, where is she from? Yeah. Where they find her, clearly. She... I think they said that she lived in, like... They call her a local psychic, so... Yes. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, the local psychic knows nothing. <laughs> the haunted. The haunted village. <laughs> She just lives in her ghost house, and that's all she knows. Um, so Zach's like, well, it didn't take Sheila long to hone in on the dark history of the house. <laughs> the dark, dark history. Very dark. The dark deaths. Dark, dark deaths. Uh, so Sheila says that she's like, you know, she walks into one of the rooms, and she starts to do her, her psychic thing that they do, and she's like, oh, I'm getting a man with like a hard, a hard J name. It's like Joseph. And Zach's like, wow, the Joseph is the name of the man who hung himself. <laughs> she gets it immediately. Yeah, that's what she, she yeah. was on it. She did not even like, she was pulling no punches. She was not even <laughs> I, like, I was, James, James? I think she gives it like one other. She's like, it's like Joseph or Jared. Like she just like. <laughs> right. Or, or Jared, yeah. <laughs> I was, when I was watching that part, I was like, I'm just going to believe the psychic. I'm not going to even think that she searched it already and she knows <laughs> you bought in i bought in just because i you know i mean it I'd was like exciting believe, because also was. i feel like they said that it was their first time using the site yeah I, so that was that's pretty that's pretty cool yeah. i assume they use many more <laughs> probably yeah i think it's interesting how he's like yeah we've never tried a psychic before but we're like willing to try we're gonna try it out you know <laughs> um so, it gives them more beetle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They need content. <laughs> so the curator, Jennifer, from her story, she also tells, um, like, her tour, she tells a story about a maintenance worker who was uneasy. She was, like, vacuuming the parlor. She went to unplug the vacuum, and then, like, when she came back, she saw that one of the chairs had been moved, which I guess is a little bit spooky, but not all that intimidating. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Why did, I feel like she might have <laughs> Like bumped into it. it and then when she yeah like if you're vacuuming oh. you're moving the furniture right? <laughs> yeah that's a good point if you're doing it the right way <laughs> she just zoned either out. that or the ghost is like hey you missed a spot you right. gotta get into the chair it's a helpful this is a very helpful ghost <laughs> i mean it doesn't sound angry to me well she's a woman so it's fine <laughs> that's true that's yeah. true he hates men he, yeah i mean he might have pulled her hair but <laughs> So Sheila says uh, that Joseph doesn't like that the house had been moved from its original spot, which, you know, like, fits with the other person saying that once they moved it, that's when the paranormal activity started to kick up. Um, and then she also says that she doesn't like the whole thing upstairs, which is very vague, but she'll, she'll get to that in a second. Yep. I, I, I was really enjoying her at that point. She was really, she was really chewing up the scenery. She was, like, really, I was feeling was, the psychic yeah, she was feeling every room. Yeah, you could see it. And in she her, was very expressive, <laughs> and her hands were up, and she's <laughs> feeling the energy. I yeah. love it. <laughs> oh, and one other thing before we leave the parlor, when they were still there with Jennifer, he Zach is like, "Do you think the person who disturbed that worker was the man who hung himself in the attic?" And she's like, "It's a possibility." Because what else was she supposed to say to that? <laughs> Doubt it. She'd be like, "Yep, that's it." I'm certain. <laughs> and then Zach makes Aaron put down like a duct tape X on the floor so that they remember to come back to it as if there aren't like four rooms in this entire house. <laughs> we can't forget to come back to this room. This exact spot. <laughs> hey, the ghosts move. I don't understand. Like, it's going to be, he's going to be standing there until you guys come back later. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's still standing there. He's standing there from the moment that maybe, he, yeah, this is a different ghost that lives in there and just yeah. helps with all that. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so then on the psychic tour, Sheila says that she was being drawn towards the staircase, but she said it was like a very nervous energy. The act of going upstairs was scary to her. It made her uncomfortable. But they go upstairs because that's what you do. Um, and they walk into the child's room, which I guess was like the girl's room that Marilyn Guy Fieri had mentioned. <laughs> um, so Sheila the psychic says that there's like an overwhelming fi- feeling of sadness and anger. Um, and then we see this like bookshelf with like a bunch of creepy ass old timey toys and dolls. <laughs> that's horrible. I, I, that. Were they trying to make that room look fucking terrifying? Because that's not, like, cute historical. Yeah, that's I feel like, horrible. did that girl actually have that many dolls, or is this guy a collector? Yeah, is exactly. that Like, that's too many it's dolls. too many creepy and dolls. And they're all different kinds. Like, all, they literally probably went to the yard sale and say, can I have Just any of the creepiest dolls you got? Put them in this bag because I so need them. So you can them. stare at people. I need to put them in this room in this haunted house I have, you know? Yeah. I don't, there's too, ma- too many and creepy dolls honestly, and they were clowns. And, I, know, I, I feel uh, like yeah, they were probably saving that for a reveal, but we could have used more creepy doll B-roll. Yeah, but did you notice that um, when we did get the creepy doll B-roll here, it zooms over this like weird-ass gorilla head? <laughs> no, I did <laughs> no, not. I didn't it that. was so strange looking. Um, so Zach is also freaking out over the dolls. That's like kind of his thing. Like I, I think this like he Zach Bagans is known to hate dolls. Like he really hates creepy dolls. So maybe <laughs> that's a personality trait. That's Zach why Bagan hates dolls. <laughs> that's why he doesn't get any B roll of it. He just is like we're in this room for two minutes. And he's we're like, like I'm not editing this footage. He's like I'm out of here. He's like I'll do oh my all God, those. That's so funny. Why didn't they make him stay in the doll room? I, I know. Oh, that's so true. They, like, fuck with Aaron, but they won't fuck with Zach. <laughs> yeah, what did the they, hell? They, I don't even think they went in the doll room or they showed footage from... They just put, like, from... a camera in there and they never yeah. did anything in there, which is a real a real waste of... Yeah, it comes up, like, one time with, like, a paranormal thing that we'll get to, but, like, yeah, they, they didn't spend a lot of time there, which is funny because Sheila was like, oh, I hear yelling. There were, like, men arguing in here. They were important people in the town of West Palm, and then, like, whatever happened in the attic started in this room, which it sounds like she's, yeah. like, implying that there was a murder rather than a suicide. Yeah, I, I was... I thought that was interesting. I was, like... Was this like a mafia hit? Like, because I remember he was—he had money issues. I was like, did he owe money mm-hmm. to some? Yeah, and then gangsters? she said something else about like it wasn't him too. Yeah, so I'm like, why don't we get any more info on what the deal was? Yeah, what what's the story? But on the tour with, uh, this is so funny. On the tour with like the curator, Zach, like, well, what happened in this room? And she's like. Well, it's the children's room. Um, no one's seen anything in here. Sometimes they hear things. <laughs> she's just like, I have to say something. <laughs> she's not on the she's not on the psychic. She's level, probably like, man. I see dolls. This looks like it could be where children played. <laughs> So then on the psychic tour, they go up with Sheila into the attic and Sheila, you know, says she's overwhelmed with like anger, bitter anger. Um, She says, this is the guy who's going to give you trouble, just implying whatever presence is there. Says that he likes to throw things, which does kind of match up with what we know about the two by four. 
Um, and then this part is really kind of creepy, especially the way they film this. So she's like, oh yeah, he doesn't like men at all. Uh, like he's, he's angry, but he's not as angry with me as he's going to be as angry with you guys. And then he's like, oh, he really doesn't like you and points directly into the camera. <laughs> yes. I that was that. gold. That, that was, was absolute gold. Like she was killing it. Yeah, she was. And I'm sure like Aaron probably like peed himself a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I peed myself a little bit. Like when they did that right before it cut to commercial. <laughs> yeah. Was- so she, yeah, she was, she was talking about Aaron, who's the cameraman, but like, they make it seem like, oh, he hates you, the viewer, the most. The viewer. Yes, exactly. I look right through the camera into the viewer's <laughs> eyes. He's coming for you. Um, so then Zach says that Aaron's going to spend there, like, stay up there by himself, uh, which is bullshit that Zach didn't have to go stay in the doll room by himself. Yeah, exactly. Immediately throwing Zach, I mean, immediately throwing Aaron under the bus. Yeah. This is why Aaron... He can dish it out, but he can't take it. This is why Aaron, like, spilled the beans on that podcast. He was just like, too much abuse by Zach. Honestly, he does get... seems like like He is kind of the butt of of their... He oh, they always make him do shit like Mm -hmm. that. Like, Aaron, go sit by yourself in the dungeon. Like... (laughs) Yeah, I feel like he was the guinea pig for a lot of stuff yeah definitely i like him though he's so charismatic yeah. like he's your every guy kind of yeah like, he was my favorite yeah out of all of the three guys he's, he's definitely douchey. the least yeah. yeah i was just about to say that the least douchey of the three he was douche number three yeah <laughs> in order the, the other guy was douchey in the way that he was like a know-it-all and was yes like, he was smarmy matter of fact about things Yes, that's a perfect word for it. Um, So at this point, Zach introduces them to the ghost. (laughs) Like he's going to be very, he's very cordial in this moment where he's like, hello, I'm Zach and this is Nick and Aaron and we'll be staying here tonight. (laughs) Oh, but it turns. It turns. It turns from nice to to dark dead. (laughs) So... Then Sheila, the medium, tries to go into the story that no one else who has any history on the building says anything about. She, I don't know where she pulls this from, but she says, like, there was a fight downstairs, I guess, in the child's room for whatever reason. Um, and Joseph was accused of stealing money from someone important. Uh, Joseph didn't do it, but the person who did do it was from a good family and wouldn't take the blame. So yeah. Joseph got accused, and that's why he doesn't like men. We, sorry, Riley, we lost you for a second there. <laughs> oh, so I was just explaining. That's that's why Joseph doesn't like men is because apparently he was accused of stealing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was so fucking stupid. I, and what, they, they also earlier she implied like, okay, yeah, there were men arguing and he owes money. So he just hates all men. It's like, what? I mean, he's a man. He is a man. <laughs> and like. Yeah, it's not a dog. Some, it's there, not. Yeah, there's some men that wronged him, so he's just like, canceling. All men are evil, canceling all except men. for me. All men are canceled. Joseph, you would do so well in the Me Too era. Yes. <laughs> I mean, but he's still pulling people's hair, and that's not right either. Yeah, no, it's true. So I'm and not throwing shit at people. I'm still not cool with him, but. <laughs> 
Yes. Hashtag yes all men from Joseph. <laughs> so Sheila says that he died a trauma death and Zach asks how and she answers that he hung himself. So if, if that's a hit, that's a legitimate hit, I guess. Good on her. Uh, yeah. And then she points to a spot in the ceiling where it was. And I guess Jennifer, the curator, kind of confirms that there um, because she says that not only did Joseph hang himself there, like the attic caught fire in the exact same spot. And you can kind of like see the burn marks. Yeah, I thought that was interesting because you can see the burn marks and you're crazy. like, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. Like the whole attic didn't catch fire, just that just area. That Very yeah. weird. So that was kind of spooky. Um, and then Sheila walks over to the window that's in the attic and says that he, he likes to watch people from the window. He likes scaring people. Uh, and she, she kind of gets really nervous at this point. And she's like, please be careful towards the window. Like, do that for me. Yeah. I I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if she she's like, he's going to push you out the window. <laughs> I know. That's what I thought. He's probably telling Jesus him. Jesus Christ. She's, he is telling her all the stuff push that he's going to do. <laughs> it's like, those are men. I'm pushing them out. Um, so Sheila offers some advice for the guys. She says, watch out for things that could be knocked down and, like, don't sit under anything that can fall under you. Or can fall on you. Solid advice in general. Yeah. Like, this is, yeah. This is in carry any that. dark room. Even if it's not haunted, like, yeah, just, just don't. Don't do those things. Don't stay under <laughs> things that can fall on you. It's like useful advice for hauntings and useful advice for earthquake-prone areas. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so then Zach, this is where Zach says that they've never used a psychic before, so I guess he sort of, like, debriefs after the psychic tour with Aaron and Nick, um, and he says, oh, yeah, her coming up with that name Joseph was really convincing, um, and then he reiterates to Aaron that he will be staying in the attic alone. <laughs> Yes. He does not have a choice. He doesn't like you. You're going up there. <laughs> yeah, gotta stay. I, I, before we leave the attic, I, I have some questions about the continuity because we talked about how the dude was like, oh, you should bring an American flag in there. And then when we go up oh in God. the attic, there is an American flag hanging up in there. Oh, right I didn't even see there. that. I didn't even like register it's that. Background. It's literally, yeah, it's wild. It's the, it's like the backdrop of half of like Sheila's oh, bullshit I, it's not fully in frame it's like off you're, the side, you're I feel like I see it in my mind's eye yep yes maybe so they said that the flags disappear maybe it's him carrying them up into the attic because plot twist he doesn't hate America he's actually really into America and he wants to decorate his attic in stars and stripes that makes no that's a solid theory that's a solid theory <laughs> he hates men loves America loves America <laughs> his flag inside you know can't have it anywhere else in the house he's got to have it in it's his got to be in his room floor to ceiling i mean that's what a lot of, that's what a lot of men do in their, their living room it's they, true they, that they is hang a up those common flags. decor <laughs> choice in guys yeah like big flag instead of having to try to try to put <laughs> art yeah it's their art okay confirm joseph loves america yep yep yes <laughs> So the next scene, Zach says that they're moments away from being locked down, which is obviously not true because <laughs> what they do is they call Sheila back and she's going to help them try and find the original location of the Riddle House. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I love this. This was the most, this was the most <laughs> running around futile <laughs> bullshit. 
And of course, it's Florida, so the weather is awful, and everyone is sweating buckets. Yes. So Zach has is doing extra work. Yeah. (laughs) They get caught in the classic Florida 3 p.m. downpour. Rookie move going out without an umbrella. That's really if they'd spent more than two days in Florida, they should have known. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, Sheila, what are you doing? Yeah, Sheila, you're psychic. Um, and Aaron also is, like, wrapped up in a yellow tarp thing, like, from head to toe to protect the camera. And he's just, like, running around with his head under this yellow tarp and can't see anything. And it's really funny. It is. Yeah, that's – honestly, that was – I I felt like that was such a silly kind of joyful moment in the show. It's such yeah. a weird, like, scene. And they kind of, like, run in the rain. And they're both – they're all, like, giggling. Yeah. Like, Sheila is, yeah. like, having fun. And you're like – these guys are just having a good time. Yeah, it was like a little <laughs> buddy reprieve from yeah, all from the, dark the spookiness. Yeah, spookiness from, from the, the dark death. Yeah. yeah, so they Sheila leads them to a spot in the field, and she's like, "This is where the house sits. This is where the argument happened." Um, and Zach says in a voiceover that they checked the town files, and she was right. Uh, also, he has this quote. Thank God. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. All Everything he says is my favorite thing. But he's like, after standing in the spot where Joseph hung himself, I was eager to confront his ghost. <laughs> like, so rude. What the fuck? It's like, this dude committed suicide. Like, it, he didn't murder people. It, it wasn't a murder suicide. He just, he, you know, he killed himself. Like, what? Why do you need to fight him? Yeah, <laughs> just because you heard he doesn't like your friend—that's that's pretty petty, yeah, bro. Yeah, and that he was thrown two by fours at people. And I guess, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't that's know. That's enough for him. He's yeah. He doesn't take like any sort of bullying. Yes. No, he won't. He won't. <laughs> he will have not it. stand for it. He will it. not stand for it. He will not have it. He's ready to fight this man. <laughs> Ghost Adventures is a distinctly anti-bullying show. This is really anti-bullying is. programming. It really is. This is just uh, this is just a like PSA for the world, an 18 season PSA that bullying will not be tolerated. <laughs> it will not be tolerated. Jacked goth bros are gonna come beat you up if you bully other people. <laughs> Even in the afterlife. Even in the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So dusk is approaching. They're about to get locked in. They set up two like exterior static cameras to film the outside of the house. One is just at, in front and just shooting the whole house, and the other is on the porch shooting the porch. They say that they've heard reports of paranormal activity on the porch. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and spoil this for everyone. They never come back to these cameras. <laughs> nope. They get. We never see shit. one. They come back to the exterior, like the overall view, one time, just say like nothing happened and then the like porch they don't say anything about yeah yep, that was a very i mean to be fair there's nothing on that porch so like there's nothing even that could fall over like i don't know what yeah. the point was they, they were gonna see like the ghost lady with her ghost dog i don't know yeah. that's what they were looking yeah, for but not that night they didn't come out they should have posted it like looking at the other houses because if she's yeah. from another house yeah that's true they should have got the walkways See see the Victorian couple. Man, should have brought more cameras. So they get locked in um, by Victoria Churis, who is the COO of Yesteryear Village. They show her, you know, very dramatically, like, locking them in. There's deadbolts on all of the exterior doors, so they cannot get out. 
Um, the timestamp here says they're locked in at 6.05 p.m. Now, what I want to say is that as soon as they get locked in, they make it seem like it is pitch black dark, but this is, it definitely did not get dark until like 9.30 p.m. This is a Florida summer, so it is bright as fuck outside, and that's, Rachel actually caught something in that hallway shot as soon as they get locked in. So they have these night ray vision, whatever, it looks, you know how like, you have those goggles that turn things yep. green. They don't have that. They literally have a green light yep. posted up in the corner, and you can tell because you can see shadows from their – the light is hitting them, and then you see their shadow behind them. Yep, it's a green – it's a green and light. They have We're multiple almost of positive them. that's a green light bulb that they're trying to make it look extra nice. Oh, my God. I love yeah. your, like, behind-the-scenes <laughs> knowledge. Call them out. Drag them. <laughs> I mean, they Film made school it look, my ass. I mean, it looks cool, kind of, yeah, until I mean, you see the shadow on the outside. <laughs> and, you know, I guess they wanted a little more light because they have the lights turned off. But <laughs> yeah, they have to turn off the lights and close the shades. I mean, I don't green lights. What year was this first aired? 2008, was it? Yep, so yeah, probably filmed in like late 2007, early 2008. I mean, maybe they didn't really have access to. Uh, editing where they could just pretend like, <laughs> just it. put the green yeah, filter they, on yeah yeah where they could literally film it with the lights on yeah and then make it look like it's dark yeah no ex- I, I yeah maybe not i, I mean, mean it just wouldn't did, have been clear enough so as soon as zach hears the lock click he's like ready to antagonize some ghosts <laughs> he's already oh and can we talk about his costume change? oh did i didn't okay tell me tell me so he, because he's usually wearing this, you know, goth, you know, uh, Ed Hardy yes. ass black t-shirt. Skin tight, because he's ripped. Skin tight. But indoors, he's wearing a white t-shirt, oh, yeah, he and it is white. so tight. Oh, oh, he's yeah. like barely in this t-shirt. He's it made me wonder, like, it. is that his t-shirt? Like, did he have to borrow a t-shirt because his, his got wet or something? Maybe. Because yeah. it's, it is tight it is yeah, incredibly it is. tight i mean he probably bought it that way that's true he, he that is his aesthetic yeah. and they're probably they put the white shirts on and i think you told me this because i was like oh man he changed his shirt and it's so that they can see yeah i think it, it's to pop out yeah, yeah. So that they stand out yeah i think everyone's wearing white at that point yeah oh, okay maybe, maybe not aaron but the yeah rest aaron might not have been um anyway so yeah zach just starts yelling he's like we're here for you guys <laughs> and then he like turns to the camera and he's like you know the reason why we provoke ghosts is when we do our investigations is because we go to places where people have been injured ladies have had their hair pulled and they've been afraid to go back to the place and i'm just like oh thank you sir thank you so much for your chivalry our honorable white knight zach i can finally <laughs> go back to this place that used to be a funeral <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, yeah, here he says, like, there's no right to be a bully in the living or the dead. Yeah, anti-bullying, PSA. <laughs> and he's like, why am I being like this to you? Because I don't like bullies. <laughs> he also, doesn't he say something about, like, no, res- no, dis- I'm not disrespecting the way you Oh, that, ca- yeah, that happens later on. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, so then <laughs> he puts a wooden board at the top of the stairs where I guess like allegedly the two by four that had been thrown was on that landing. Um, so he says that he wants him to throw it at them. <laughs> and then he goes. Really tempting. Throw it at 
He says, I hope you can hear me up there in the damn attic because we're not going to run from you. You've never come up against guys like us before. <laughs> Tell him, Zach. He got him. He's so aggressive. <laughs> um, Amazing. So then it kind of just like cuts to the next scene on their like night vision camera and the guys are just kind of like freaking out because they they just explained that they were getting their stuff set up and then the front door slammed, but it's locked and deadbolted. So I don't really think it slammed. It probably just rattled. Yeah. Um, it probably they rattled, said it's, if that. And so they say it was as if someone was trying to get in from the outside. Uh, and that's where they like have the camera footage from the outside. And they're like, but nothing happened. No one's there. <laughs> there was no one there. <laughs> also, like. What uh, you really expect me to believe that you're setting up your equipment and you don't have any cameras on? You got nothing, not even a little like nothing recording to hear that rattling door yeah. slam that you so. Like, really? What happened between him putting down the board and that happening? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where's all that footage? They were eating dinner. <laughs> they were waiting for it to get dark. They were like playing cards. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, Nick also says that he heard footsteps like in the ch children's room upstairs. So I don't know, a little, little creepy, I guess. That's creepy, yeah. Yeah. And old houses like that, you know, things are creaking. creaking. Yeah. It could have been the wind. I don't know. Drafty yeah. wood expanding yeah, and, and contracting. Yeah, and they don't have air conditioning in the house. Oh and my if it's God. hot, and you know the windows are closed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the windows are closed. It's Ooh. getting hot and humid in there. Just three sweaty guys <laughs> running around. Jason goats, fighting ghosts. <laughs> Getting aggressive. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be hot. Yeah. Um, so then Zach pulls out his EMF reader to check around, uh, but, like, nothing happens with it. Um, so he's just walking around asking, is someone there? And then he says that he feels a cold spot. <laughs> he asks the ghost to come, like, right in front of him so that he can, like, detect it with his emf reader uh and he also asks, like oh what's the temperature what's the temperature but we can see from the thermometer that it says it's 89 degrees yeah. <laughs> and that's when you know oh my god these dudes are boiling yeah confirmed hot as fuck in that house <laughs> but as all that's happening like you do hear a clatter and the guys turn around and the board that they put on the landing of the stairs has shifted so, you know, not exactly thrown at them like they asked for, but still fairly creepy. Honestly, fairly creepy. I think he placed it like it was Jenga. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just like barely hanging on. And just teetering house and then yeah, and then teetering. running around just like made it it's, fall. it's bound it's just gravity <laughs> yeah what we didn't but see spook me was like five minutes before that zach and aaron were jumping right next to it <laughs> right yeah. exactly um shaking the banister <laughs> yeah there was a the camera guy was probably there's one camera guy and the other people were jumping <laughs> up and down behind him so the next timestamp that we get is 825. So still light out if I know a Florida summer. Yep, the sun is just light. maybe barely on the horizon. <laughs> um, Zach says via voiceover that they hadn't even left the foyer yet, but it was clear something didn't want them going further. He also says that they felt a blast of cold air as if something had passed right through them after the board had moved, which was not what they said in the moment. This is what he said on voiceover later. Retroactive. I don't. I don't remember any cold air 
Yeah. Uh, Zach walks up the stairs asking who's there, and then he's, he says that he gets a chill, so he brings the others up there. Um, and then as all three of the guys are on the stairs, they hear another clatter, and they look down, and then they see something has fallen in the parlor room, and they realize it was a flag. So that is pretty creepy. Like, that's probably the creepiest yeah, thing good. that happened. That, that's, that, I think that was the best moment as yeah. well, because they – they're actively all on the stairs. If we are to believe it's just the three of them, then yeah, have that flag fall mm-hmm. down. I don't know, but when I first saw it, I was like, "That's a Swiffer." Why? That <laughs> <laughs> it was a Swiffer. I thought it was a Swiffer handle, <laughs> and it kind of ruined the spooky moment. <laughs> what is that? I was like, "You're oh, you it's kidding a flag. me." He hates it's a flag. flag. He hates or flag. he loves them. It's unclear. <laughs> he wants his flag only <laughs> in the attic, nowhere else. Um. Yeah. So Zach yells, he's like, did you just move this flag? <laughs> yeah, he moved it. <laughs> so then the boys do some science, and they try to analyze how the flag could have fallen. So this is, like, their one scientific moment where they try to, like, semi-rule something out. Um, so they, like, it was leaning against a corner, so it's, like, something would have really had to come up behind the flag to push it out. It doesn't really, it can't really slip out on its own. Um, then... Zach has, I'm pretty sure this is Zach who says this. He has like this nonsense word salad sentence where he said, this I already know it's this had to have great gravity to get this negative, to get this matter here. Negative matter. Yeah, I, I thought he said it had to break gravity. Maybe it, it had to break gravity, but no, that's not breaking gravity. It's falling. Yeah, he said to ha- it had to have great gravity. I'm pretty sure because I, I usually watch with like subtitles on. So no, that makes sense. But no, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. What is he talking about? The negative matter. I, I think he's that. trying to imply that the ghost had mass, right. but he didn't use any of those words. He's not using yeah, mass. He's not using force. When you're alive, you have positive matter. And when you're dead, you have negative matter. <laughs> to get this negative, to get this matter here. But I don't know if he's referring to the, the ghost is matter or the flag is matter. I think he was trying to say that the ghost had to have great gravity to get the matter of the flag to move. <laughs> Just he's trying so hard to sound like a scientist just yeah. by calling like <laughs> the flag matter. <laughs> so this, silly. This whole scene this is why I was like, I don't like him. <laughs> he was trying he was trying to explain it in a way that didn't make sense. <laughs> Instead of just admitting I don't know yeah, why the just, fuck that fell. Zach, you're not here to talk smart, okay? You're here to look hot and beat up ghosts. <laughs> Zach, Zach, shush, shush, you're the pretty one. You're the you're the face. <laughs> Um, so then as they're all kind of talking about the flag, Zach suddenly shushes all of them. And then Nick's like, did you just hear a woman's voice? And Aaron's like, yeah, I heard a little voice. So Zach's like, oh, the riddle house. Wow. Scaring the shit out of us already. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was good. That was a good moment. I mean, I, at that point you, they're getting into it and you feel like the energy is a lot higher. Mm -hmm. The momentum is going. It's probably finally dark outside. Right. sweating more maybe it's cooling down because it's oh, getting yeah, darker it be cool. yeah it's probably cooling down <laughs> if they're lucky uh so they go upstairs again zach is asking the spirit why he doesn't like men well he's asking the spirit a lot of things he asks why they doesn't, he doesn't like men he asks who's been pulling all these girls hair who's been throwing two by fours and hitting guys on the top of the heads and then says come and do it to us come and do it right now you little cowards <laughs> come pull our hair <laughs> you coward. i can't 
Why would he? Why? He's like, yeah, pull my hair, please. <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> little bitch. It just doesn't like, seem I'll, like a, knock you a good idea. No, it really doesn't. I mean, it like it's not—it's not nice. This is this is he's, why he's been possessed multiple times. I don't like that he fights bullying with. <laughs> I know. That's a good point. It's That's not. A very good it's, point. It's yeah. It's negative matter. Bullying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so as Zach is saying, like I have no tolerance for evil entities. Nick interrupts him. He's like, "Oh my God!" He hears someone walking in the attic. Aaron says that he hears it too. And then Zach's like, oh, I just walked through a cold spot. So he, at this point, he grabs a thermometer and it, the, the temperature has dropped. It reads 69. Sidebar, nice. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I was like, yeah. um, cause you know, it's hot as fucking yeah. hell in there. So I'm like, either y'all put this in the fridge and uh, pulled it yeah, out really that's quick what... <laughs> or, yeah. or that's a cold spot. We'll yeah. see. So, and this is where uh, Zach tells us in the voiceover, like the ambient temperature was around over 80 degrees and it's summer. So the cold spots have no explanation. And then that's where I wrote my notes. I was like, oh, it's summer. Then the lighting doesn't work out there. <laughs> Oh, you showed your cards, Zach. You showed your cards. I really got you on that one. I'm like, that's my one thing where I for sure, like, know I have him. So I'm really leaning into that. <laughs> you do. You got him. Uh, you got him. <laughs> so Zach says that since this is the first time anyone's ever stayed here to do an investigation, they have no idea what they're up against. And then they go into the attic. About time. So this is where it gets really inappropriate. Yes. <laughs> Zach is asking his stupid questions. He's like, these are like really dumb questions. Like, did you hang yourself? Is your name Joseph? Um, he says that he doesn't like to go by feelings, but sometimes you can't ignore them and he just doesn't feel right up there. And then the scene cuts to him standing in the attic with a fucking noose draped around his shoulders. Oh, that's, that's the God. most fucked up part, honestly. It's awful taste. It's it is so really inappropriate. So like, he says that he has no pity for evil spirits that harm innocent people. Also, another one of my favorite Zach quotes. These are all my favorite. I just love him. Um, he's like, you have no right pulling women's hair who's only trying to clean this place. You have no right throwing two by fours at people. That guy you hit with a two by four is actually deceased now. But that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> You killed him. That two by four, you threw it too hard and he went down. It's like he probably passed away of like cancer 10 years after it happened. Totally irrelevant. Totally irrelevant. All because of that two by four. (laughs) So Zach continues to antagonize the spirit of Joseph. And then it cuts to him hanging the fucking noose from the rafters. And this is where he tries to say, he's like, I'm not doing this because I have any disrespect. I only have disrespect for evil entities that harm the living. Right. That, that's the one. He's like, I no respect to how you died. Just res- disrespect to being both being a bully. Like, I just, I don't even, um, uh, I can't even imagine what, how people watching this, like if someone watched this and they had a family member that like completed suicide, how that would oh feel watching this man just be so callous it's horrible it's it's it is incredible it is like gut-wrenchingly cringy i and i i think partially it's a product of its time like it's 2008 mm-hmm. and i feel like that was like a big joke 
you know, yeah. during that time, you know. But no, that's not an excuse. It does no. not age well at all. It is Absolutely very not. painful to watch. You just like it's, make this end. Please take that news down. It's literally almost scarier than the ghosts. <laughs> yeah. And the stuff that's Yeah. Happening. It's scary that he thought that was like a bit a good know? idea yeah a bit i don't like all. it it's not Ew. a bit that's not a bit it's, we and, were like okay bullies yeah we we all agree with you but then when he brings out the news it's like uh, uh, and no. yeah exactly like tying tying his death into it and then being like and you're evil is just that's not a good that's not a good cap mm-hmm. yeah it's, we're not gonna go there <laughs> it's horrible so aaron says that or zach says that since aaron is not liked by Joseph for some reason. He was nominated and didn't really have a choice <laughs> to stay up there by himself. So Nick and Zach set up two like static night vision cameras to watch Aaron. And then as they leave, Zach's like, all right, Aaron, we'll be right downstairs. Let us know if something happens. And Aaron's like, oh, well, will you be right down the stairs? He's like, we'll be somewhere down there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was too good. And that made me, I was like, is this his first time where they leave him alone? Because I feel like that becomes a shtick mm-hmm. in the show, but it seems so fresh in this moment. You're like, oh my god, is this the first time that they decide to just fucking leave? I wonder because there was. I mean, if this was really only episode three, there were only two episodes before this in the the movie. So yeah, we're seeing we're seeing some real we're seeing some real establishing uh, tropes in the show happen <laughs> right before our eyes. It's it's just the beginning. <laughs> Poor Aaron. So next, (laughs) sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Now I was just going to say like he, because he did that, I was like, you know what? True team player. Even though they probably forced you by contract to do this, (laughs) like good for you. And he's good. Like I said earlier, he's my favorite. Yeah. 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 Aaron is, Aaron's good people. Yeah. So next timestamp is 1149. Aaron is upstairs alone in the attic and Nick and Zach go into the parlor, which was where the uh, chair may or may not have moved when the woman was vacuuming. Um, someone sits, I don't know if it's Nick or, or sorry, yeah, Nick or Zach sitting in the chair that moved, but someone sits down in that chair. So they are attempting to catch EVPs, which Zach says, aka ghost voices. I love that. <laughs> I think it's AKA electronic voice phenomena. Um, yeah, come on. Yeah, that just he goes needs to, to get his vocab <laughs> together. Well, it's like pick a lane, Zach. Are, are we talking about negative matter or are we talking about ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> so he has his recorder out and he's talking to the ghost. Um, he, oh. So, no, that's Aaron. So, Aaron is attempting to catch the EVPs. He's talking to go saying hello to Joseph. Um, and then he says, like, oh, I'm only here to communicate, and I don't want to be harmed. <laughs> it's like, please. Yeah. Um, and so, Aaron is just, like, really jumpy. He doesn't like just sitting in the middle of the room and not seeing what's behind him. He gets freaked out by his own shadow, which is very relatable. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. relatable. I feel him in every moment yeah. that he's up yes. there. You're like, oh my god. Jesus. So then. And you know it's so hot. I know I keep talking oh yeah. about the heat, but like, we're Floridians. That's all we fucking talk about. If it's 80, if it's fucking 89 downstairs. Imagine. It's like 100 degrees in that attic for sure. It's, it's yeah. gotta be. It's gotta be. I feel like even the slightest, like sometimes even you get like that weird feeling when like a bead of sweat rolls down mm, your back. Mm-hmm. that yes. could be even like scaring him too because he could <laughs> be like something feeling. touched me that's yeah. so true 
Uh, so then Aaron starts doing the Zach thing and asking the questions, but he's like cringing every time he asks a question. So he's like, is this where you hung yourself? And then he like cringes and then <laughs> physically like, cringes. I like how he talks with us as he's going. He's like, I really don't want to ask this, guys. And then he like winces when he says mm-hmm. it. I, yeah. This is why he's my favorite because even yeah. I don't even know if he's genuine about that, but at least he plays it like it genuine. feels genuine. It yeah. feels genuine. So then also he like looks up and he gets scared because he realizes that he's like right next to the noose. <laughs> you just realized that? You've been up there for a while. He's like, is that how you died? And then it's kind of cute. He's like, why don't you like me? <laughs> hey, man. I'm I cool. Yeah, I didn't do that. I know, because, like, of all the people not to like in that group, Aaron is the bottom of the list. Very weird choice. Exactly. It, it does. It feels like Zach at one point told that medium, like, pick on Aaron. Yeah. Because why Aaron? Yeah. Why not Zach? Of of. Uh, why not the host? You would think mm-hmm. the host. Yeah. Or just like that random guy, Nick. Yeah, why not Nick? He does not. Yeah, he just like looks like a smarmy asshole. <laughs> Speaking of Nick, him and Zach are downstairs in the parlor, um, the funeral parlor. They are going to ask some questions and Zach is going to sit in the chair. Um, and so, yeah, this is, they said that, this is weird. They said that it's a chair that someone had seen an apparition of a man sitting there, but, like, no one said that earlier at all? Yeah, no, I don't remember that at all. Not at all. So Zach's just making up stories at this point. (laughs) Just talking shit. He's confusing it with the last episode. (laughs) And then as they're talking, now this is really, this one is another weird one. They hear this really loud sound from the other room, and they get up and they run into the kitchen, and, like, something in there fell or made the sound, but, like, they have no idea what it was. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And, yeah. And then you see their whole setup. Yeah, you see it shows the kitchen table, and there's, like, hostess snacks. And they're, whatever. He's like, the kitchen was our home base. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So they said, uh, he says that it sounded like a kettle or a pot moving or something. Um, They asked the spirit to make the sound again, but he doesn't. And they set up another camera in there to catch it if it happens again. And they go back into the parlor. I swear I saw pots on the ground and they didn't see them either. I know. I feel like when they came in, I saw something on the ground. And yeah, it looked like, like, like a, like a, like <laughs> on the ground. Well, at one point, oh, yeah. Zach like looks at something or someone looks at something and he's like, what is that? And someone else says, it's a ball. It's like a ball. <laughs> Why? It's a ball. All right, so they go back into the parlor, and then Nick says it sounds like footsteps around down the stairs, but Zach, like, doesn't really care. Um, and then, this is weird, he turns around, he turns the camera around, and there's a jacket on a coat hanger that's, like, moving as if it's in a breeze, and you can yeah. see it, and he kind of asks, why is that moving? And then they, like, don't do anything with it. I totally ignore that, and that's scary, yeah. I, I mean, I was like, oh, they probably bumped it, and then it's still moving because they bumped it, like, Right. Oh, maybe. The residual. I mean, I want to believe. Or they have a fan just out of frame because it's so hot. Yeah. I mean, they have, you're right, they have to have fans in there. I mean, Jesus. They might get, like, heat stroke if they don't, you know. Especially Aaron. Yeah. (laughs) I hope they have water. Aren't they hydrating? Stay hydrated, guys. (laughs) They have uh, Twinkies. (laughs) Sustenance. (laughs) Um... 
so Nick is like really obsessed saying like there's something on the steps there's something on the steps but Aaron's or yeah no but Zach is like I don't care (laughs) they go back into the funeral parlor and they try to ask for another sound but the ghost doesn't give them another sound um back up in the attic Aaron is still asking questions like why did you hang yourself and then poor poor Aaron he knows this is a bad idea he says he's going to ask another bad question and he like takes a deep breath and then he says do you know hanging yourself is a cowardly way to go? And then just like stops. Yep. And then he starts to say, I, I don't feel good. And then he, he asks the spirit if he's mad at him. <laughs> Wait, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> poor Aaron, you know the producer. <laughs> Either, well, if it's just three of them, then we've got no producer. But then you know Zach is like, you've got to ask him. Tell him ask he's a coward. Him, Tell him he's a coward. Ask him these questions. Yeah. So then he turns around. Now, this is weird, the way that everything shakes out. First, he turns around. Then he starts to say, oh, my God. But as he's like, oh, my, there's a loud clatter. He screams, oh, my God, falls back, and then, like, gets up and, like, books it downstairs. And the guys downstairs hear the loud sound, and they start running upstairs. Yep. yep. What was that? Yeah, it, that is weird because you're like, was he anticipating yeah, that? Kinda... Or what, did he feel something that is imperceptible? Yeah. yeah. So he tells them that something moved and they're like, yeah, yeah, we heard it. He's like, I thought I heard something by the stairs. So I guess that's why he like turned around and like started freaking out. But he talks about how he was like, oh, I asked the same stupid questions that you asked Zach. Like, how, when did you die? And then he's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And then Zach gets mad at him for saying that. He's like, don't say you shouldn't have done that. (laughs) Fucking Zach. (laughs) He's such a jerk. jerk. Uh, So then Zach tells Aaron about the loud noise that they heard in the kitchen. And Aaron says that he'd heard that too. So everyone's hearing the sounds that the other people are hearing. Did you see what Even from... Well, yeah, they should like zoom in on it later on. In the moment. I saw what fell. Yeah. I didn't see it in the moment, but when they, like, when I watched it a second time through, I specifically looked for it before, like, they show the replay. Yeah, yeah. I We saw it in the moment because I was looking behind him. I was staring behind yeah. him because you, they set you up because you, he's facing forward. The whole attic is behind him. So they set you up yeah. and I see it fall. And I thought it was, I thought it was good. I thought it was um, more convincing because they didn't, they didn't know what fell. They didn't say, oh. I know exactly what fell. This thing fell. None of them knew. Yeah, so that was, was that, that was, was good. More believable. Yeah, but I still mm-hmm. feel in my bones that it just had a little fishing line on it. I know I don't want <laughs> yep. it. It was a birdcage looking thing. It looked mm-hmm. like it had been pulled out. And what's easy to tie onto? Birdcage. True. So I don't know. I, I have my skeptical beliefs on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, yeah, so they go back up into the attic, all, all three of them. Um, and then they do say that, like, they didn't see it until they reviewed the static night vision camera, that it was the birdcage falling off the table. Uh, Zach also makes sure to say it was as if something pushed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks, Zach. Thank you for that clarification. Yeah. Wait, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a great gravity? It wasn't a matter? Huh? um zach says the activity was hot and whatever it was didn't want us in here (laughs) really then why didn't it throw the birdcage at aaron zach yeah Mm -hmm. or throw the 
the two by four that they asked yeah. specifically. Got, all that stuff stacked up in the attic. I feel like all that stuff looks like it's about to fall anyway. Oh my god, how amazing would it have been if like a huge pile of crap yeah. came crashing down? It was just so good. <laughs> so they also hear another thump like coming from downstairs while they're up in the attic, and Zach's like, "It's happening all around us, guys." <laughs> the drama. Yeah. <laughs> so they say that they have a new plan in mind. Zach says a ton of activities happened already, so they're going to try something different. They're going to just put down a bunch of static cameras in four rooms. Um, and that, I don't know what they do because, like, the entire rest of the episode is just us seeing what's going on, like, the static cameras. So it's like, are they like, we're done. We're going to go hang out in the kitchen. We're going to eat some snacks. Yeah, do they actually, I want to know, like, where do they sleep in the house? Do they actually sleep in the house? Do they, like, go out? I don't think they sleep. They probably pull an all-nighter doing their investigation. Yeah, they, they probably leave really early in the morning, like 6 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. So, also, before we end this little bit, it's just that Zach says that they captured an EVP in the toy room, oh, yeah. and he says that it sounds like a young female child playing with a toy. Mm-hmm. That's so specific for what you hear, which is the slightest, highest, like a very faint, slightly high-pitched murmur. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's, he's really trying to paint that picture. It's a young female child playing with a toy. Like, uh, okay. Not, not just a child's voice. It couldn't be a little boy either. Yeah, yeah. It was probably like someone like locking their car down the street in the car. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, because I did, because it does, it's high-pitched, so you're like, these dudes probably couldn't have made that noise, convincingly, in my opinion. So I was like, what was that? Was it, like, a seagull or something? (laughs) But yeah, it could have been something like that. I was thinking maybe one of those dolls in there, they just, like... Mama! Mama! (laughs) (laughs) Which would be creepy, because they were not in there when that EVP happened, we see on video. That's true. That would be fucking really creepy. Yeah, that would be way worse than what <laughs> they actually had, which was like, Meh. like that's yeah. all it was. If a doll fell off the shelf, that that'd be really scary. I know, but he that's... doesn't deal dolls though. Zach, why didn't you stay in the, the doll, doll room? Zach. So Fight the better. doll, Zach. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not where the bully lived, so. That's true. <laughs> well, that's where uh, Sheila said the argument happened. They said she said four men were f- arguing in a child's room for some reason. I mean, they never go in. They don't really go in there at night, right? No, they just have a camera. They never go in. That's so Zach's too pussy. Bullshit. Bullshit. It's bullshit. They wasted their time there. (laughs) They should have gone. So at at 5.57 in the morning, Victoria lets them out of the building. um, And so Zach says, yeah, it's been a long night. Lots of crazy stuff happened. Can't wait to watch our footage. Nick says the attic is definitely haunted. And Zach's like, yeah, the spirit in the attic definitely doesn't like men. But we don't see any of the footage other than, like, that one little, like, EVP bit that we just talked about (laughs) at all. Like, they're just like, oh, I can't wait to go through the footage, and we don't see any of it. (laughs) Disappointing. (laughs) Very disappointing. Um, So Zach has a very dramatic voiceover to end the show. Uh, he says that some entities are bound to a structure forever, and at the Riddle House, they experience the lingering anger of the imprisoned souls, and Aaron faced his fears and braved their wrath, and their wrath was a birdcage falling over. <laughs> their horrible, horrible wrath. And flag, don't forget the flag. Yeah, don't forget the flag. 
<laughs> yep. Um, and then he says that uh, this is a riddle that may never be solved. Uh, and he really wanted to use that as his ending <laughs> line. Really? He was so itching for that one. Yeah. He... I know. He felt, he felt really good about that. Yep. He... And that's the end. Yeah. That's the end of this episode. It was pretty abruptly to me. It, like, it... I thought there was going to be more. And then it was like, oh, we found nothing else. Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, really after the birdcage, they were like, uh, it's all downhill from here. Yeah. We, we need to wrap it up as quickly as possible. Yeah. That's the thing about, about Ghost Adventures is it's it's right in between. Like, I know you, you talked about, um, what is it, uh, unusual state? What? Paranormal oh, state. state. You talked about that. They're, like, extra. You know, they're, like, really oh, yeah. extra. Really, like, we are getting, we're getting crazy content. And then uh, Ghost Hunters is, like, oh, we're science, we're skeptical. Ghost Adventures is, like, just enough to make it a little bit real because it sucks so you're like it sucks <laughs> so bad that maybe it really is real yeah like do you guys really think the birdcage is is really good content i can't imagine that they yeah, like, couldn't <laughs> think of something better so maybe it really happened because it feels so shitty you know it's a good line that they're walking <laughs> yeah they're kind of mm-hmm. they're not going for amazing content they're just like we just want to get the eye of the viewers so right if it just keeps them yeah. watching for at least the but I, I think it makes it more minutes. convincing it, it, it does because yeah. it feels like less likely to be faked because it's so yeah. minimal yeah i mean they obviously don't want to do too much stuff because that's going to make everyone go oh it's all fake i mean mm-hmm. in a way it's almost like too much stuff already yeah, I mean, With even the st- two things falling—that's <laughs> that's much. a lot. That's too much of, or three things if you count the thing in the kitchen. True, but honestly, <laughs> like, yeah. When the third thing fell, that birdcage, I was like, okay, somebody's pulling straight. <laughs> You're like, who's got the, who's got the fishing line? <laughs> who's got the fishing line? Who's pulling that? Yeah, the the flag was definitely the most convincing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think Karina, we noticed this too when they were filming at night. The flag was like. You couldn't see the stripes. Yeah. Remember, it yeah. was like you in the attic. It the was hanging in the attic, the attic. The one in the attic, you could not see the one hanging in the attic. Like during the day, we remember we mentioned like we saw that we were like, "Well, why is this flag in here if he hates flags?" <laughs> and then at night, it was I guess maybe it looked like a white or... sheet. So we were like, "Did they cover it?" But maybe it was the lighting. Maybe like the, the lighting just didn't pick up the colors. But it was weird. Mm. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Paranormal. <laughs> So I always like to do a where are they now at the end of my episodes. Um, So we'll start with our man of the hour, Zach. Uh, Obviously, he is like still part of Ghost Adventures and all of the spinoffs that I listed at the beginning. He also co-wrote a book with author Kelly Krigger titled Dark World Into the Shadows with the lead investigator of the Ghost Adventures crew, which is a mouthful. That's amazing. I'm Um, dying that he called it Dark World. Dark World. (laughs) He's really into dark world, dark, dark death, dark things, dark history that we like. Uh, also, it debuted on the New York Times bestseller list, but it was number 18. So like not at the top of the list, but still on the list. I'd read. In 2011, he hosted a travel channel special called Ultimate Travel Legends of the Park, which was about legendary hauntings of America's national parks, which actually sounds really yeah. cool. I would like to watch yeah, I'd that. I thought it was theme parks at first, and I was like, oh, I'd love to watch that. <laughs> that would be really cool. Zach. You get that for free. Um, 
and he produced Paranormal Paparazzi, which was a reality <laughs> show that premiered in 2012. I don't know what it's about. That's not, what no. What the fuck could that be about? Um, so also I mentioned earlier his haunted museum that opened in October 2017 in Las Vegas, Nevada. It consists of 33 rooms with various artifacts on display. I think you also have to like sign a waiver to go into it. So it's like, seems like it's very spooky. Right. In case a um, some of you the, <laughs> in case a bird cage falls on you. <laughs> <laughs> some of the items on display include Bella Lugusi's mirror, the Dybbuk box, Peggy the doll, which is one of my favorite like spooky doll things. Um, I know you guys just did Robert the doll. I haven't listened to that yet, but it's another one of my favorite spooky dolls. Very, very spooky. The, he also has Dr. Kevorkian's death van and a mirror once owned by Captain Smith of the Titanic. Damn. But both Bella Lugusi's mirror and Captain Smith's mirror have been shown to have a dubious provenance. So maybe he should stop getting those mirrors. Oh, yikes. Oh, they're cursed. <laughs> I was just like, I think they're not legitimate. Oh. Never mind. I mean, could, <laughs> I think they're just, they're just, they're just mirrors. fake mirrors that are like on eBay that someone's like, yeah, this belonged to Captain Smith of the Titanic. Oh God, and he bought it. <laughs> I would go though. I'd go to that museum. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, if I were in Las Vegas, I'd definitely go to the museum. Yeah. So then next, Nick Groff, he left Ghost Adventures after season 10. Um, he's since produced his own series titled Ghost Stalkers in 2014 <laughs> and <laughs> starred in another series titled Paranormal Lockdown, which ran from 2016 to 2019. Um, I think one of the women from Paranormal State was also on Paranormal Lockdown with him. I, I want to say it was Heather, but I'm not positive. It makes sense. They all he, they all run in the same little circle. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He hosted Ghosts of Shepherdstown on Destination America. He served as an executive producer for Vegas Stripped, which was a series that aired on the Travel Channel. Um, he released two albums titled The Other Side and Spiritual War, which I guess they're like theme albums. Wow. Music? <laughs> yep. Oh yep. He really, like, leans into this ghost thing because he also has a clothing line named Phantom Collection. Oh, my God. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Picture just the wardrobe, the, the same pants and the tight. Yeah. And, and, like, a knockoff Ed Hardy instead of, like, animals. A lot, of, a lot of gothic crosses. Yes. Yes. Um, currently, he lives in Boston with his wife and two daughters. Aww. So that's nice. And then Aaron, sweet Aaron. So obviously he was fired from the show in 2014. Um, in 2016, he also claimed that Nick was fired as well. It's kind of like unknown if Nick was fired or if he left like of his own volition. Um, Aaron also has a clothing line. This one's called Big Steppin' Clothing. <laughs> what? I love him. <laughs> That's incredible. Also... Also, he got married and divorced from his wife, Sheena, like within a short period of time. And the reason, his his reasoning for that, uh, he blamed it on supernatural forces. Oh my God. Damn, Aaron. How, how could he let a ghost get between him and his wife? I don't know. I don't know if the ghost was the reason that he got together with the wife and he's like, oh, just kidding, this was a mistake or. Oh yeah, that, that's a mysterious thing to say, bud. Yeah. 
So that was that in terms of the where are they now. Um, so my next last question that I asked myself is, does it hold up? Is it worth a rewatch in your opinion? What do you guys say? Um, yeah, I mean, I love it. I think of <laughs> I wasn't necessarily scared as much as I enjoyed watching these three men run around and have yell at fun. And yeah. Have fun. Mm-hmm. I would say, I mean, I haven't seen the later seasons, so I would say definitely the old seasons are worth a rewatch because they're nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Everyone's still friends to a degree, but they haven't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. stabbed each other's backs yet and uh, and there are some like really wild episodes I would say this was a, one of the more tame ones like there's one where Zach gets scratched by a demon which is oh so good I think it's in the Pennsylvania um, like prison or whatever yeah the lunatic yeah. asylum that's where he claimed he was possessed or someone was possessed in that yeah. one too so those those are worth going back just if you want to have like a nice little spooky evening suspend some disbelief and watch some dudes run around yeah and yell at ghosts and yell I mean, at ghosts. I've, I've I mean, never seen that take love? it's always like calm and science science based like we're here we're not going to do anything we just want to know if we're here it's not like why are you in this house come out come out and fight me we don't like people like you <laughs> That's why it's douchebags bothering yes. ghosts. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for doing this with me once again. Um, do, you, do you have plugs other than, of course, your own podcast? Like, where can the people find you? You can find us on all podcast platforms that we know of. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely check us out on Apple Podcasts, though, and give us, uh, you know, once you've listened, give us a rate and review. So and subscribe and subscribe and we're also on Spotify. Yes. And check out our Instagram at Peninsula Obscura. We post a lot of good photos from the topics we talk about and uh, some other fun historical Florida pics. So, yeah. Yeah. Unlike Zach Bagans, you guys actually provide photos of the time. Yeah. We've yes. got the receipts, okay, Zach? Yeah, and we use our sources and... Yeah, yeah. so we do, we do a lot of research and, um, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's, a fun, it's a fun listen if, if you're into that kind of thing. We don't berate our yeah. ghosts yes. on there. We really don't. We're very respectful. <laughs> They're respectful. They're very, yeah, very respectful listen to the ghosts. Listen to the Robert the Doll episode and, you, yes, you'll, and you'll hear the fear in my, in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> we... we d- all right, and you can find me at Snapback to Reality Podcast on Facebook. I'm at Snapback to Reality Pod on Instagram. Um, and you can email me at snapbackpodcast at gmail.com. But until next time, uh, once again, thank you guys for being here. And bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.